Thanks so much for tuning in. We here at Sandberg Student Services Leadership Team strive to help students plan for life after high school, and we hope that this podcast can be a tool for evaluating your post-secondary options and opportunities. We hope you enjoy. Hi, thanks for tuning in. I'm Julia Canellis, and I'm here with... Sean Harlan, and we are here with... Frank Palmasani. <laughs> uh, just to start off, thank you for coming. We really appreciate it so very much. Please tell us a little bit more about your background and why you chose to start conducting presentations to students and families on conquering college costs. So this is my 44th year in education and almost all of that time has been working with families, students, and the college search and selection process. Uh, in 1985, I started doing seminars and at that point in time we were doing them for an organization of colleges. I was working in admissions at that time on the college level. Well, that organization actually dropped that program, but high school counselors continue to ask me to come back. And so literally, I've been doing seminars at high schools that we call Conquering College Costs for over 35 years. So what are the most common ways a student can get money off for college other than FAFSA? So the process of applying for resources to help in you know, obviously being able to handle college costs is pretty detailed, um, and there's a number of variables involved. I always like to center it on three, however. One of the variables is something called an EFC number, and of course that component comes when filing FAFSA. But the other two variables are really important, and that is a student's test score and their GPA. And so ultimately it's three things together that colleges are going to use to construct the resources that we call financial aid. And, of course, the process of sending transcripts allows for GPAs to be obtained, and the process of attending, uh, uh, sending um, test scores evolves based on uh, you know, applying to the college and then sending those documents. Do all colleges have their own financial aid applications alongside FAFSA? Almost none of them have financial aid applications. Almost all of them use FAFSA. Well, they all do use FAFSA, but then some, usually the highly selective schools, use a document called the CSS Profile. That is used as supplement, but it is only used for those particular institutions. What are some of the most common scholarship types, like need-based, merit-based involvement in high school? So in my presentation tonight, and in all the presentations, I'll say things like, if somebody were to ask me the most prominent way that students get assistance today, I would say it's not based on an EFC number. In other words, it's not based on the assessment of a family's need. Most of the dollars that are provided today, in my judgment, for many families, comes from merit. It goes back to the idea of the GPA and the test score. Are most scholarships renewable or only applicable for the first year? So when we talk about scholarships that typically come from colleges, where the great majority of the money comes from, usually those are four-year renewable. Typically, a college does not want to offer dollars to a student in freshman year and then pull it. That doesn't lead to high retention rates when you're indeed taking dollars away from families. However, when you're talking about independent scholarships, that's a different world. So if you've got these three big pieces of money, right, you have the government resources, you have the money from the colleges, and that's where most of the money comes from. But then you also have these independent resources, these independent organizations. Well, when a student gets money from those, oftentimes they are not four-year renewable, and they're, excuse me, they may be one-time offers. Do outside scholarships affect chances of, of obtaining university scholarships? That can be a possibility. 
This is an issue that's done college by college. There are some colleges in some situations that will allow you to take in outside resources and have it not impact your aid award at all. And then there are some colleges that want you to record that. So there is no uniform standard here. It literally depends college to college. When will a typical student receive their financial aid offer? So if I were to take a look at the timeline, um, you know, generally everything starts in the month of October in senior year, because during the month of October, that's when families file the FAFSA. We call it the beginning of the execution phase. Now, of course, sometime between the the start of school year as a senior and usually November 1, November 15th, December 1, students are applying to colleges. So you have the accumulation of those two pieces coming together. Remember I said three things, right? GPA, test score, EFC number. That's the calculation that's done when you file FAFSA. So all these three things come together at that time of the year. And so typically what we find is that students get acceptance letters and then they get the awards. And ideally, you have a filled kitchen table in the month of January, maybe February, and all of these opportunities are available for you to peruse, analyze, and use all that data to make your final college decision. Can you appeal a college financial aid offer, and will most colleges match other colleges' offers? Well, there is an appeal process, Julie. So that process is defined typically by the college, where the college is going to be in a situation where they're going to basically say, if indeed you're going to appeal, here's here's how we would want you to do it. Some will have actually appeal forms on their websites. Some will be in situations where they'll accept an appeal letter. Um, but in, in, but ultimately, yes, there is a process of appeal, and colleges, uh, again, this is all totally up to them. Do they want to take that information, use it to alter an award, or are they not? This is a lot of the subjective aspects of the system come down to the colleges themselves. God, thank you so much for coming. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. Hey, guys. My name is Hazem Zedan, and I'm the podcast editor for the SSLT. It would be greatly appreciated if you guys filled out a survey. Let us know how we did and where we can improve. Thank you very much for listening.